You're listening to the Pool Proof Wisdom Podcast, where we bring our authentic selves, refuse to raise grown folks, and share wisdom you can use. With your host, Charles K. Pool. Hello, 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 good people. And wherever you are, whatever time zone you are in, let's just say I'm hoping you're having a great day. Now, for those who didn't know, I've been away for a while and I'm so glad to be back. If you didn't miss me because you didn't know I was gone, that's okay. I missed you anyway. Two weeks ago today is when I first realized I'd been infected with COVID-19. Now, it wasn't an immediate realization, but one I'd reached after I allowed my clinical side of my personality to do a little bit of checking. Now, a little background here. I'd begun to take a blood pressure medication um, three weeks before, after being unable to sufficiently lower my blood pressure on my own. It's not crazy high or anything like that. It's just moderately high, but I like to keep things moving nice and smoothly. So after not being able to sufficiently achieve it on my own, I agreed to take the medication. And as it turned out, one of the potential side effects of taking the medication was described as a dry, hacking cough. And I had that. Boy, did I had that. So I thought that perhaps the medication was at fault. But I thought a little bit more and I said to myself, self, check your temperature. So I did. Now I know what my body temperature is. I usually run between 96 point something and 97 point something, never the 98.6 that everybody says is normal, which by the way, isn't true. Everybody's body temperature ranges. That's just used as a kind of construct to refer to. So all of that aside, I check all of my vitals, my blood sugar, my blood pressure. When uh, COVID-19 became a thing, I bought a pulse oximeter to check the amount of oxygen in my blood. Whatever it is to find out where I am, I like to know. So I do it on the regular anyway. So this wasn't a far leap. When I finally got around to taking my temperature in this instance, the thermometer read 100 Point two degrees. No, I thought. No, 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 no. I just kept saying it repeatedly, repeatedly, because my body temperature is always consistent. I really believe I, at that very moment, knew what it meant, but still, I decided to try another test. So I went to my closet, grabbed a scent I regularly wear, sprayed my forearm, and I took a whiff, nothing. I tried again, nothing. I remember sliding down the wall until I was sitting on the floor of the closet and saying out loud for the first time, I have COVID. I must've stayed in that spot for over an hour because I just couldn't believe It had got me. Now, I didn't feel that way because I thought myself special or immune. In fact, the fact that I'm black and overweight puts me at risk more than others. 
So when I learned of the virus, first in February of 2020, I decided then and there that I was going to do everything I could to prevent myself from being infected, which for anyone who knows me, means I went even further than I usually do to protect myself. And that's kind of a funny joke amongst people. I'm kind of known and self-labeled as the king of germaphobes, and I really am. But the fact is, while what I do is beyond OCD and has always worked for me, I have always been able to ensure that I've been a pretty healthy guy no matter what. I've never even had so much as a cold, let alone the flu. Aside from a couple of surgeries, in fact, I've never even really been sick. I didn't have any individual personal experience with sickness, in fact. So when all of the COVID protocols and actions or requests came in, when they said wear a mask, I wore two. I wore gloves most of the time, and when I didn't, I used my knee or my elbow or my shirt to open doors or push elevator buttons. I washed my hands dozens of times a day and limited my trips to the very basic essentials. I practiced distancing, social distancing, like an Olympic sport and typically removed myself from lines or situations where others stood too close to me. <laughs> I was not going to get COVID and I did everything to ensure that I didn't. The very first day I was eligible for the vaccination, I was there. And had I not discovered I had COVID two weeks ago, I was scheduled to get a booster. Prevention is always of importance to me, and I realize what an active role I play in ensuring that that deadly virus was never going to get a foothold when it came to my body. Well, that was my intention at least. So once I was able to get over the shock of it all and pull myself up from the floor of the closet, I concluded that I needed an actual COVID test to officially confirm what I kind of already knew in my gut. So I was able to get one delivered and when I completed the process, the test was positive. Once again, I said it out loud, I have COVID. Acceptance, fortunately, came to me quickly. And admittedly, I was a bit scared. As I said, I don't have experience with being sick especially with something like COVID that has already taken the lives of nearly 5.1 million people around the globe as of today. I didn't know what to do, what to think, how to act. So I began by doing what I could, and that meant reading everything I could find, asking questions of everyone I could ask. I spoke with my physician, prepared for what I knew was going to be a battle ahead by ordering medicines and nutritional foods and everything else I could think of to carry me through until I could recover. But inherently, I also understood that there was a chance I might not recover as well. So, doing what I could, I chose to focus on recovery. I prayed. I turned the inter 
I turned the entire burden of being infected over to God and saw getting through being sick a challenge not unlike other challenges I've faced throughout my life. I have faith. So I don't see these challenges as anything more than something that has happened to me that I must react to based on what I know, what my faith has taught me, rather than how I feel about it. That's why faith is stronger than fear. But let me tell you, fear is a worthy adversary. At this point, I was coughing every few seconds, so frequently that it was as if I was having a seizure. I was not in control of my body. The coughing was. My highest temperature spiked at more than 102 degrees. My body ached. And when I say my body, I mean my entire body. And as if to punctuate just how sick I was, I had absolutely no energy. I can honestly say I've never felt as tired in my entire life. Taking 20 steps from my bed to the bathroom left me entirely spent, and I'd have to stop at the bathroom door on my way back to the bed before I had enough strength, enough energy to get into it. I was entirely miserable, but I was still here. I never lost sight of that fact. Ever so slowly, I could sense incremental improvement. Although I'd bought food and other staples, I didn't have an appetite. I forced myself to eat some apples and some oranges and to drink orange juice simply because I knew I needed something to provide nutrition as my body continued to fight this virus. I eventually worked up to oatmeal and in the last three or four days I've been able to eat other things. But the appetite I used to have is no more. To be honest, I'm not mad at it. Because if there is an upside to this COVID thing, it's the fact that while you're dealing with recovery, the one thing that is not on your mind is eating. <laughs> and today the scale offered evidence that COVID will take the weight off you. I'm down 11 pounds since first realizing I was infected. Now, it's not the way I would have preferred to lose weight, but all things considered, hell, I'll take it. My temperature this morning is within its normal range. While I'm still given to a cough ever so often, that seems more to do with my lifelong perennial nasal drip, yeah, I know how sexy that sounds, than it does with COVID. I'm nowhere as tired as I was, and I even had enough energy to do some laundry and a little bit of cleaning, which shows that I'm really getting back to my normal. But I still have a way to go. When you think about it, I've been lying around for two weeks, not moving, not making my lungs work, not making my body operate. It's going to be a while before anything gets back to usual. My lung capacity has diminished and I'll have to rebuild it. It is what it is. My sense of scent hasn't returned. I may or may not recover it. It too is what it is. And I'm not sure if COVID has changed my body in any other ways or life, but I do realize that what will be revealed in time is what will be revealed in time.
COVID happened to me, and I don't know how or why. I never will. But COVID, I realize, has not defined me. My faith, my trust in God, is what does that. That is why I'm here. That is why I'm sharing what I've been through with you, because my belief compels me to take the lesson of individual experience and share the wisdom with everyone. There's a strong argument that someone like me, king of the germaphobes, whose caution and layers of self-protection should have been guaranteed of not becoming infected. It could be said, it could be said that given the extraordinary lengths I went to to avoid the virus, it's unfair that I was infected and endured what I had to and may have to for the rest of my life. The stronger argument and the earnest reminder we must all be open to receiving, however, is that life isn't fair. It's just life. Things happen that make no sense, that we don't believe we deserve, and that may make the lives we lead seem so much more difficult than they should be. Certainly, this battle I've been in with COVID is prima facie evidence of that. Many who would understand if I did so would feel it would be okay if I felt sorry for myself, if I asked, why me? Or somehow concluded that God was punishing me for something. We humans, you see, look for reasons and justifications when it comes to the tough stuff we deal with, and we somehow end up believing the bad things in life are designed to hurt us when instead, they almost always, in my experience, are lessons originating from a divine place. Ever notice how when things we consider good news or a blessing of some sort, or just generally the stuff we want to happen to us are never things we question in the same way? When you won that $500 on that scratch off ticket, for instance, did you wonder for a moment, why me? Or did you just accept it and celebrate it because it happened? And because it did happen, you had an experience and result, resulting opportunity that you otherwise wouldn't have had. Did you? I think that's the question, isn't it? See what I mean? Everything that happens, I've realized, from the greatest joys to the gut-wrenching hardships we encounter, should be viewed as no better or worse than the next thing. It is life being revealed. But what every experience does have in common is how we receive it. For me, I receive it all from a place of rich, imbued spiritual experience that compels me to always ask the same question, no matter what I'm dealing with or going through. And it's this, what Lord will you have me do with this experience? Today, on what I hope is the cusp of a full recovery from this deadly, frightening virus. That's the question I'm reconciling and how I will live the remainder of my life, whatever my length of years will be. 
My battle with COVID, you see, has not been about what made me sick, but instead about the grace that has helped me heal. And because I know that, it is my responsibility to pass on the wisdom, the lesson of where there is life, there is hope. For me, being here beyond my COVID battle means I still have work to do. I still have purpose to serve. And this episode, the first I've recorded in weeks, is my recommitment to doing that work and encouraging you to do the same from where you are, despite what you're dealing with, and with a passion that is born of your being in relationship with a God who loves you and expects you to love others just the same. As better said in Peter 5 and 10, quote, and after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, end quote. Throughout this ordeal, COVID never really had me, but God, God always did. And as a result, I am still here. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Pool Proof Wisdom Podcast. We always enjoy the company. Be sure to listen, like, subscribe, and share using Google and Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, YouTube, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate it very much if you simply tell a friend about the podcast too. Spread the word. Until next time, keep on living.